Okay, uh, so welcome to Frontier Motorsport. Uh, this is the Flat Out Podcast. Uh, so Frontier Motorsport is split up into kind of three departments. We've got the podcast, the Flat Out Podcast, which is this, what you're listening to now. You have the sim racing department, which uh, myself and Adam, one of the members, gives a, gives a hello, Adam. Hey, how are you doing? And uh, we'll do be, be doing some sim racing uh, content. And then there's what we call the real life side. Uh, which is where I, I do my personal build, building an MX-5, and I'll show some content on that. But that's pretty much what we do. Uh, and then our other member, we've got our WEC guru, James. Say hello, James. Hello, everybody. Brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, so this, this is our first podcast. Hopefully it should all go very well. But, yeah, uh, in, in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing WEC, or WEC, uh, for you boys and girls out there. So, so yeah, so we've we've just had the Daytona 24, haven't we? Yes, we have. An emphasis on hopefully, actually. Um, but yes, yeah, you're right, Mike. So, yeah, we've had um, 24 hours of Daytona's just gone. So that's the first race of IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship out of the way, um, if you want to give it its full undivided title. Um and then, yeah, WEC is starting in about a month or so. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I always see uh, Daytona 24 as kind of like a taster for the for the WEC season, really, isn't it? It's, it's where you get to see some of the cars in action. It is, really. It's like their um, they're testing ground to make sure everything's ready for the WEC because there are a few of them, aren't there, that join well, yeah. the, the first round of IMSA just so that they can get it all figured out, if you want. And as well, you've got to remember that Maymet, way, way back many centuries ago, um, they were on the same roster. Oh, you right. Did, okay. You did Daytona, and then you did Le Mans. Yeah. Right. It, there was, yeah, exactly. It was uh, They were split, but at the same time, a lot of people would still do progress from one to the other. Um, and actually, I, I, if I'm off the top of my head... I think Le Mans may or may not have actually been on the F1 calendar, the Formula 1 calendar. Really? Right. Yeah. Well, I knew that. Yeah, because because half the teams competed were competing in Formula 1 at the of same course, time. Yeah. So all, all Mercedes were, all, all the old Mercedes were, all the auto unions, the Bentleys, the Bugattis, all of them were. Got an so, auto union, we're going back that far. Well, well, all right, and fair yeah, enough, but maybe, maybe not that far, but <laughs> I don't think Daytona, Daytona Beach was a thing in when Auto Union was around, but obviously they then became Audi, so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we've, I think if, if my information is correct, we've seen two WEC teams run, or should, should I say, two WEC manufacturers compete at Daytona, them being Porsche and Cadillac. Yes, yeah, yeah, you are correct. Yeah, the Cadillac VLMDH, the lovely, lovely naturally aspirated V8 of the Cadillac racing. See, see, this is where there's a divide in the room. Oh, I'm. I don't like grunty V8s. I'm. I much prefer a a Ying and Spinifan with the big, big old turbo making screaming noises, like the the Mazdas and all that rotaries. And well, well, I mean, I'll give you a rotary. I, I do literally have a model of a Mazda 787B sat on my wall, so I'll give you a rotary. I mean, but... I've, I've I've met John Herbert as well, so obviously I've, I've got to be a fan of that anyway. 
But yeah, it, there's yeah. there's nothing like the sound of that seven eight seven B. It's just yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it it's mind boggling. It it stirs the soul as yeah. well as your ears. Yeah. So so yeah. So on a bit of a tangent there. Uh, so back to IMSA and Daytona. So it, the the kind of your podium was Acura Cadillac Acura. I've got it up here. Apparently, it was uh, Maya Shank Racing, so uh, Acura, and then Wayne Taylor Racing, Acura, and then Cadillac. Ah, right. So, so, it, so it was a one-two Acura. It was a one-two Acura. Ah, however, right. however, oh gosh, you're going to love this, you two. Um, the fastest lap. What do you think the fastest lap um, second had? What do you mean? Like the fastest time that the second place oh, got? So, the first, the so first position one, yep. which was driven by the Acura ARX slash dash O six, driven by Tom Blomqvist, Colin Braun, Helio Castronovi. Helio, Helio Castronovi, the IndyCar driver. Yes, that's the one. And then Simon <laughs> Pagano. Um, number of laps completed: two hundred eighty-three. Their fastest lap was a one thirty five six one six. Second, which was another Acura, the IRX dash O six, driven by Ricky Taylor, Felipe Albuquerque, Louis Delatraz, and Brendan Hartley. That's a team. Yeah, that team also completed seven hundred eighty three laps, and had a fastest lap of one thirty five point nine one two. Right. What do, you, what do you think the Cadillac the Number f- uh, sorry, the num oh one number oh one Cadillac VLMDH fastest. Which, which come third place? Which came third place? What now, do you think that was? So wait, remind us what were the um the, the second place time was? One thirty five point nine one two. Okay, so it's got to be a thirty a thirty six dead for me because when when I when I, I was watching it, the Acura's always seemed to pull away on, on the bank straights. So. So their fastest lap, the Cadillac, driven by Ren Ren Gavander Zander and Scott Dixon and Sebastian Bourdais, had a also completed the same number of laps in the Cadillac VLMDH, had a fastest lap of one Stanley my near Jeremy Clarkson here. <laughs> one thirty-five. Yeah, so pretty much the same so far. Point nine one three. So Wait, it wasn't so that far away. They were they were one thousandth slower than the second place Acura. That's wow. that's like that's like adding to me in go karts. Yeah. Uh, hang on a minute. Oh. <laughs> I, I went in that car afterwards and I whooped you. Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, but obviously that's that's just shy of. I think that's what two point. Uh, sorry. 297 tenths so 2.97 yeah. tenths so almost three tenths slower than the first place but fuck that first place car was rocketing well you might you just said that you believe that the Acuras were faster in terms of top speed compared yeah. to Cadillacs yeah I mean I, I felt the Acuras were, were faster I mean even even when the, the Cadillacs were in tow it, the, the, the Acuras just seemed to pull away and I'd I don't, I don't know what I couldn't really judge the infield section or the dolphin no, tail, as some people the, say. But the, um, yeah, no, I, I the think, whale tail, I or whatever. Right. I think you are right, though. 
I don't know. Yeah. They just the top speed of the Acura just seems so much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's. I mean, if, we, if if you compare first to third, it is a significant difference. It's what three tenths of a second there, basically. Yeah. So, in terms of that, yes, but in terms of the the second Acura compared to the Cadillac, or the yeah. first, like it isn't. It is pretty close. Yeah. No, so drivers. I but mean, yeah, that, that, that's for me. Say that's, do you not? That's do you not like, think, ev- even though the Acura's come one and two, do you not think the Cadillac seemed to be more reliable? Well, yeah, that's the thing. The Cadillac was ahead for a really, really long time until they pitted. I think before a safety car came out. Before there was oh, a caution, okay. so they got they, they were lot. they were ahead, yeah, and then they had to. I think they had pitted again when Acura didn't. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, sorry, yeah, no, that was what happened. Acura got a safety car pit stop just right because they yeah, did it they the did. before a crash, whereas yeah. Acura did it while it when the safety car was on. So obviously they're all starting to bunch up. That was they in the final two hours, that wasn't it? It was within the final two hours. It genuinely they lost the lead. I think within the final hour and thirty minutes, yeah. if that. So it it's crazy. Absolutely crazy, um, but yeah, as I say, they they misjudged a safety car, so they so Cadillac had to go in to pit and get a free pit stop essentially. But the problem is that Daytona is a very short circuit. When you think about it, Daytona is not a long circuit. Not really, is it? No, not it's really. Three point three point five six mile, which, granted, is and a decent. Talking- size Formula One circuit. I, I was about to say, if we're talking about F1, that's pretty standard, but we're talking about pretty... endurance racing here. Yeah, you're talking about endurance racing, where the cars, and also a track which is not that complex. No, no it's, it's a not. very fast circuit. It's a very, very quick circuit. You were at full throttle for a very long time. Yeah. Mm. And yeah granted, but... granted, you can get a 135 around some tracks in the UK, in the UK and Europe and whatever. All these yeah, but it's, it's, it's probably about three quarters the distance. Uh, well, three quarters the distance, and also, yeah, the a Formula One car can go around the corner a lot faster than a WEC car can. So, yeah. granted, or 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 a or, or, um endurance racing car can. So, granted, a Formula One car might go around a corner quicker, but they've got more corners. Yes. To complete in one lap than a endurance race has to complete in four hours. So or... well, well, I mean, in X many hours, but they've got more corners to complete in a race in a two-hour race than they might have than a endurance racer might have to complete in who knows six yeah. hours. Yeah, I think so... for me though, the 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 best thing about endurance racing itself is, um, I mean, we saw it here um, at, at Daytona is the actual gaps between between cars. I mean, was it again? Correct me if I'm wrong, James. Was it was it LMP two or was it? Or was it the LMH where second and third, the gap was like one-tenth of a second or something, stuff like that? Looking oh, at... The, oh, the 16 thousandths of a second yeah. finish. That was LMP2. Oh, my God, yeah, 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 yeah. So here you go. Um, LMP2, yeah, it was 16 thousandths. Uh, they, uh, yeah, 16 thousandths, yeah. I believe it was... It was second and third, wasn't it? Oh, was it third and fourth? I think it was no, of the LMP2 class, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was, was LMP2. LMP2. It was a win of LMP2, yeah. Win. Um, and it was, yeah, it was 
sixteen thousandths of a second. Well, that's what I mean. It's a twenty-four hour race, and it's still come down to less than half yeah, a, te- yeah. half so, a yeah. second. At, you, I'm sorry. I am a Mer- I'm a Mercedes Formula One fan. Comments come at me all you like. I don't care. Um, but regardless, you can. You, there will be nothing that tops that feeling. Like no. a bit winning Grant, by that much. Granted, you could be Lewis Hamilton on the final lap of Abu Dhabi 2021. Yes, I've brought it up again. Shut up. Don't um, bring that up. No, well, I have to. Um, but granted, that's disappointing, and you've lost it on the final lap. But racing for 24 hours straight, yeah, and going over the line in a photo finish where you're separated by one one hundred. Well, 1.6 hundredths of a second. You can't even blink that fast. No. I mean, I mean to look at your standard F1 race, if, if we pick a random event, the races are usually an hour and a half long, aren't they? And yeah. the leader, whether it be Lewis or Max, are usually ahead by over seven seconds. Over an hour and a half. Not yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. And depending on the strategy situations as well, it can exactly. be even more than... Mm. But even... It's... even your, your podiums for other classes, there's, there's so close. I mean, to be on the same lap is 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 amazing. You can't you can't tell me that that's not something mad. Something that you 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 can't just feel. No, outwardly you feel that like genuinely that hit your soul. The fact that you've imagine being those drivers, you race for twenty four hours, you and it comes down to the final lap. It comes down to the final lap, the final turn, and let alone the fi- the final. I want to say the final thirty stretch. centimeters. I, was, I thought you were going to say stretch. Yeah, well, the the the, 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 the move basically come from the bus stop. I turn my camera on with the, my. T- I've got. I just tape measure sat next to my desk because obviously I'm an engineering student. Um, and I've literally just put up like thirty centimeters, just like on that's this tape measure. Separated it. That's it. it yeah, the but... length. But the that's, length that's of thirty splitter. centimeters at at what speed? Thirty centimeters at two hundred, nearly two hundred mile an hour. Yeah, like one hundred ninety mile an hour, if not more. And like, it's mad, I think you what? <laughs> you you what? <laughs> but it's also like we, we it's just as we were saying, like Formula One, an hour and a half racing. A lot a lot can kind of happen in that hour and a half, but in twenty four hours, imagine putting all your effort into something like that. Yeah. And then having it, in this case of uh, the second place LMP2 driver or team, separate, you've lost it all after all that hard work by yeah. 16 thousandths of a second on the line. Yeah. I'm trying to... Into that last lap. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find, the, I'm trying to find which, who it was. It was the, I'm pretty sure it was the Oracle LMP2 driven by James Allen... Uh, oh God! Um, and then it was Ben Hanley was second. Yeah, Ben Hanley was second in the crowd strike yeah. race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here it is. It's a one thing. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, wait, oh no, 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 sorry, no. That's the fastest lap. Sorry, no. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's interesting. That is interesting though, because the first place car was three temps slower, fastest lap. Yeah, second place consistency though. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is the other thing about the, the like world endurance compared to Formula One. In Formula One, you always want to be the fastest person. Yeah, but but in terms of an endurance race, consistency is a lot more important. Yeah, well, as uh, as as BMW 
found out. I mean, can can we just move on to that for a second? BMW oh, God. had a shocker. I've got, I've got the I've got the IMSA results here, and can I just point out that there were sixty one cars competing, and in forty eight was it was Conador Connor D Felipe Felipe Nick Yelloli. You might have butchered them names, but we move. Yeah, we, we, we we if if those drivers are watching this, I do apologise. Like, <laughs> a sterling job, but that car was not under you. I do apologise. I mean, didn't no. didn't one of the BMs have issues in 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 quality? I know, obviously, one tapped to wall. I think. Oh, I think so. I think it might have been the same car that was tapped to wall had the issues. Did, I think. Did only one car start, or did they both start? Because I, I I remember I turned I turned the race on very early. And the BM was already last start. place. I think they may. Oh, did they start one from the pits, which never come out? I couldn't say. Uh, they might have done, um, but obviously, I don't know if you can. Oh no, you can start. Oh no, that's it. So basically, because endurance racing does a rolling start, because there's that many cars on track. Yeah, you have to wait for them to do the entire. The first lap, yeah. The entire well, no, not the first. Is it the first racing lap or is it the formation lap? What is the formation it's... lap? Oh, I, I don't thought... know. Anyway, I I know I I think it might be the first racing lap because I saw the um, yes, no, it is the first racing lap because um in Le Mans two thousand twenty, I remember this Le Mans two thousand twenty or twenty one, the IDEC Sport cars. Um, two LMP2 cars um, had crashed. Uh, oh, sorry, one had had an issue and failed to qualify, and I think maybe the other one had had a severe incident. And Patrick um, Pillay, I believe, had 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 to step in um, to replace the driver who had been hurt and taken to hospital. Bless him. Um, and uh, they uh, they were out on the formation lap, which obviously at Le Mans is a like four five minute long formation lap yeah um when you're going at 60 mile an hour um but then they um pulled into the pits went on the pneumatic jacks had the tires taken off whilst everybody else went full throttle for a lap so three and a half minutes later new brand new hot sticky tires went on dropped them off the jacks went down the pits and they were racing but obviously lmp2 they were through the field in no time. Yeah, yeah. So, but, so, so what, what, what was the, what was the crack with BMW then? Um, I think that may have been, as you say, they may have started from the pit lane. But then after, they, they, they mustn't have been out long because they were still behind all the GT cars after the first hour. Oh, you see, that's interesting though. Their fastest lap. That's that that sec that forty eighth place BMW. Was a had the fastest lap of a one thirty six dead. So that it's, pace so it's not far off the leading pace. Uh, it's not, but it's around I, the same the other BMW as well. I, oh, no, yeah, actually, it's faster. Did you it's say actually, it's actually yeah thirty six dead. It's actually faster eight, than four eight tenths of a second faster than the other BMW. Eight um uh, yeah, it's eight tenths faster, but also in a in a fastest lap. If it was a one-lap shootout with that lap time around Daytona, it would have actually placed fourth. 
Yeah, but like like we say, the biggest thing is consistency, which obviously didn't didn't go their way. Yeah, it's because you can set as many fastest laps as you want, but the point is, is that if you're not going to be consistent, you cannot survive. Mm. And and again, I think this is a a perfect example. BMW set a a pace, or sorry, a, a lap time, which is is capable of of a third, fourth place finish, and they've not finished. They finished four, you know. Well, I, I can't well, really class that as a finish. No, but I know what you mean. It's yeah, it's exactly as you say. Their pace was great, but obviously there's teething issues there still. Oh damn! I've just seen the fact that the one of the Ferraris can. Oh wait, is this a Ferrari that crashed? No, oh, I... was it? A, was it the number? Oh, in the uh, was it the, the G program? Was it the number forty-seven Ferrari two nine six? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's saying it had forty-four laps completed. Oh, that, that's the bit right. Which, which, let's be honest, is the first half an hour. At one minute yeah. thirty, you, you're talking half an hour. I mean, the next well, one well, is nine, and that was a that was an LMP three car, which I think crashed. That must have had a serious crash. So, how yeah. many laps did the BMW complete then? What that that last forty-eight. The 48, that completed 652 laps. So that was a runner. It com- Yeah, it was It was running. It was running at the finish. And that's 703 good. laps were completed in total by the leading car. How? Yeah. No, they were all running. They were all running by the end. Because every time I looked, that BMW was near enough at the back of the pack. So I don't understand. I mean, un- unless I mean, it only started 20 laps into the race. I mean, it may have oh, it may have just had issues. It may have just had um, actual mechanical issues, um, so it had to be repaired. That's I mean, because obviously you're allowed to repair in endurance racing. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. The end. If it's less than, if as long as it's more than three hours to the end of the race, then you're allowed to um, repair it. But if yeah. it's less than three hours, you can't. Yeah. Depending on the severity of the um, incident. Right then. So so anyway, apart apart from that, we've we've discussed obviously. Uh, Le Mans uh, hypercar group. We've briefly talked about the LMP2 shootout at the end. Is was there much excitement from the LMP3 slash GT classes? Um, as far as I'm aware, I couldn't tell you. However, um, in GTD, so uh, Grand Touring Daytona, as it's called now, yeah, um, which is essentially your GTE class in WEC, um. I believe it was the WeatherTech AMG um, had a fantastic result. They were absolutely over the over the moon. Um, they had a fantastic result. The WeatherTech um, boys. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find it now. GTD Pro, yeah, um, yeah. Jules Gunon, Maro Engel, Cooper McNeil, and Daniel Junkadea. Um, or Junkadea, sorry, Junkadea. Um, yeah, they had a sterling performance. Um, because that I believe is maybe Mercedes AMG's first uh, endurance win for a long, long time. What um, including? Uh, well, I was gonna say including Le Mans, but Le Mans always been Porsche or Ferrari, hasn't it? I mean, they did compete. They did compete. Mercedes yeah, but they, compete. they didn't. They didn't take a win though, did they? Yeah, they did. Did they? What? Yes, year? they did. Hang on a minute. Uh, I want to say 1990. So oh, well, yeah, 
been a while. It's been a, it's been a long while, but I'm pretty what, sure that, it was that, about 33 years now. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, hang on a moment. I've got a picture of this somewhere because I really want a picture of it. Uh, oh no, sorry, I'm wrong. Uh, 1989 Sauber C9 oh. Mercedes Benz. Wow, isn't that the one that flipped? I was going to uh, say no, that's... Uh, no, that's the CLK. Oh, okay. Uh, right. That was the that was the really long, lovely, long tail one. The one that looked the one that was um competing against uh. The Porsche it, 9. I was going to say, was that, was that the Porsche Strassenwerk, is it called? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, all I know is it's called the... So, the, in 1998, it was the Porsche 911 GT1, yeah. which is the really long, lovely, long-tailed yeah. version. Um, and, uh, yeah, I believe that the uh, the 9... Uh, sorry, the CLK GTR, the Mercedes CLK GTR flipped. The one that uh, took Mark Webber actually upside down, even though he's Australian. I was going to say there, there's a lot of jokes about that saying what it means to be from the down under, and it was just it was just videos of. Uh... It, took, it took Peter Dunbreck for a spin as well. I have to say, yeah, it was Peter Dunbreck and um, I think it was Peter Dunbreck. Yeah. Have you and, have you uh... seen have you seen that video where they say uh, going back to the the Mark Webber one, where they say about um, you can drive F1 cars on the roof of a of a tunnel if you go fast enough, and it says the only reason Mark Webber was not able to achieve this is because he wasn't in a tunnel. And it just shows you a picture I mean, of like flying upside down. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong, but yeah. So, um, but you know, Mercedes. I believe Mercedes AMG did a had a sterling performance, and I think they actually took the win in the last hour as well. Mm. They took they took the lead within the last hour from which again is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, yeah, they took it. Oh, they actually took it from Corvette. They what were, what were they pushing at that time? They were pushing, well, GTD Pro. They were pushing, well, fast, fast laps. Oh, they were a, they were almost a second off a fast lap pace. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, a second, well, a, a again, second a lap over twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean, a, a second, a second in a fast lap down. They were, they were a second down in the fast lap. So but who still, knows? That, that shows that the car can run at a high speed even when it's not being pushed to its absolute limit. Believe that the 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 Corvette. I think it was a pit stop thing. It was not a. I don't. This this chart I've got here does not show me the gap. But the, yeah the. The I believe that the Mercedes AMG overtook them in the pits. It was not a an incident. The Corvette was not found to be illegal or disqualified. It was simply, um, a pit stop overtake by the Mercedes, and the Mercedes did not wait around the no. i think the mercedes may have overtook it as it was coming in the pits so it was all guns blazing they were round and almost gained a lap by the time that the corvette had come out from you know a set tire change to fuel up only if a uh, mercedes pit. f1 team were that good at pit stops that's 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 for another video that's for yeah, another video. yeah we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll F1's not started yet. We'll yeah. talk about their grinding, we'll talk about their grinding business another day. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say j- just just on that, uh, we will be obviously <laughs> doing another podcast after the uh, after the what what do we call it practice session? Uh, pre-season testing. Pre-season Pre- testing. Yeah, we're we're gonna be doing a, a a podcast after there where we're gonna discuss obviously the liveries, the changes of, of drivers and principles and all the rest of it, introducing folds to to Red Bull. That's that's a that's a big thing coming up. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that's that's for another video. Well, 
for Red Bull's new catering service. Well, ah. apparently the catering is not as good this year because they've not got the budget. But <laughs> yeah, they've got eight million dollars less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't good enough for the uh, for the F1 uh, present to turn up to the car release, was it? Anyway, <laughs> we, we digress. Anyway, we di- yeah. we do this digress. this is not the F1 video. So anyway, um, um, you know, yeah, was... just, just... go on. Oh no, 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 was you saying? Uh, no, I'm, I'm saying, is, is there anything else regarding IMSA and, and Daytona, which I, we have? I think we've, we've covered pretty much quite happy in the race. See, yeah, I mean, quite happy to see that first and second. Ooh! Uh, first and second of uh, IMSA GTD, so essentially their GTE, uh, their lower class of GT cars, um, was uh, won by good old. Heart of Racing, Aston Martin Vantage GT3. Love it. Come on, the come on, Aston Martin. Um, I'm a very, very large Aston Martin fan of you. Well, that's just that's so not know. because of favouritism, is it? Uh, 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 just say impartial. Just say you're impartial. Yes, impartial, impartial, impartial. impartial. impartial, impartial yes, yes. Um, right. and uh, yeah, another uh, Aston Martin Vantage GT3. Um, in second place for uh, GTD's uh, category, and then. Quite surprisingly, um, McLaren 720S GT3. Didn't see that oh, coming. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that was Inception Racing. Um, but may I just say, I don't know if this will segue into what you want to say next, Mike. Um, that's quite interesting to see. In terms of Le Mans? In terms of World Endurance Championship and Le Mans going forwards, because next year we're not going to be in GTEs anymore. We're going to be in GT3s. Yeah, which... but again, correct me if I'm wrong, but have they said, I mean, obviously we'll discuss this in a, in a minute, but have they said about there's going to be a almost like a, a, a kit for the GT3 which they can fit for Le Mans? I, I am not sure about that. But I, as far as, because I think that, oh, 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 for Le Mans in general. Oh, yes. I believe that for Le Mans, yes, they do have a separate aero kit because I mm. think all cars do because the that Mosan straight and the Porsche straight are yeah. so long and so flat. You do not want drag. No, no. I think for the rest so of the WT rounds, it's just a standard GT3, isn't it? Obviously, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. All the, all the, uh, and also the kit you hardly recognise. Hmm. It, you hardly recognise a difference. I believe it's different aero geometry, and that's it. Because you don't want great big downforce. You want no. lower downforce while still maintaining. And also, some of the corners at Le Mans are just harsh braking. Yeah. And then you get around them. You don't necessarily need downforce. No, there's only instance, the the Porsche curves, which are kind of a high speed. Apart from the kink yeah. at the end of the Mulsanne. Yeah, kink at the end of the Mulsanne straight, and then but that obviously that's going into a braking zone, so you're actually yeah. going to end up breaking into it anyway yeah, yeah so aside from that it's not really it's not really an issue having downforce to go around a corner really quickly lmp1 cars and oh, sorry lmh cars oh dearie me that was a throwback lmh cars can manage it because yeah. they're lmh cars they are aerodynamically fantastic yeah. <laughs> they might look like great big blocks of cheese going along the going along the mosana 100 uh, 210 mile an hour but they are still so aerodynamically brilliant. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They, they, sometimes they do put Formula One cars to shame. I don't know. That's probably going to get me shouted at. 
I, 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 yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that in, in another one. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I tell you what, then we'll 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 move on to onto kind of the World Endurance Championship this year and so on. So the classes are changing. Yes, obviously, obviously not 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 necessarily this year, but mm-hmm. they are changing. Yes, they are. The times are indeed a changing. Yes, um, yeah. So as you say, we've got well, we've obviously got LMH, LMDH. We've had that for two years now. I want to I say, so. I think that's two. I think it's two years. Yes, two years, because it was twenty 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 one, wasn't it? Where we had hypercar for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or was it twenty twenty? Hang on. Your guess is as good as mine, mate. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, hang on. Just looking, just looking, just looking. Well, uh, was, yeah, the big development of um, the GT. Um, obviously, all for all the big manufacturers are moving over to the LMH category as well. That's been massive. But we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hold on, no, 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 as you're saying, well, yeah, I believe, I believe that it's been 2021 or 2020 when we had um, hypercar start officially. Yeah. Um, and granted, because a lot of teams, well, obviously, COVID in 2020, it cost a lot of people a lot of money. And it was actually quite crazy that we actually even managed to have races um, in 2020, uh, especially when you have to consider how much money you've got to lay down for um, a category like that. Um which makes me think, yeah, it was 2021. Oh, yes, no, it was, because we had the super season. Yeah, so basically, um, just to clarify, in 2019, um, the World Endurance Championship was doing their regular season, but then when COVID hit, they decided they would make it a super season. So they actually put two seasons worth of races except I think the back three. So they did, I think it was um, Silverstone, six hours of Silverstone, Spa, Le Mans, Fuji, stopped, and then did, I think it was at that time, Spa again, Le Mans again, and then they did the rest of the races. So that would have been Fuji, Monza, Bahrain. So I'm not necessarily in that order. I can't remember what order it was in because I I uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But I believe that's what they made into a super season to get because Le Mans was in September. Yes, it was much later. Than yeah. Normally was. yeah, which is which is quite strange for Le Mans. Really, there was odd. a big difference in terms of conditions because obviously it's going to be a lot colder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020 was a a very wet race. <laughs> a, a, yeah. a, a very. I think it was. I think it didn't. St- they had an extra formation lap, I think. I mean, it's France in autumn. Yeah, I mean, it says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't need to know much more. But, um, yeah, so the, uh, it was quite crazy, but yeah, no, it was, um, man, what's, what, I mean, it was fair to say what a crazy few, crazy couple of years it was then. But yes, so now, getting back on point, sorry, Mike. Um, no, that's fine. Getting so now we're at a point where manufacturers have spent their time looking into it, weighing up whether it's viable, 
leading up to the hundred year anniversary of Le Mans, which is going to be huge. Yeah, I think I think we're going to discuss that later on, but yeah, it's going to be absolutely massive this year. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, but suddenly now we've got loads of manufacturers in the top class because it's cheaper, for one. So LMH mm. is actually cheaper than LMP1 was. Wow. There's actually a lot of freedom, considering, compared to Formula 1. That's another thing. Well, yeah. Well, uh, genuinely, it's like... No, all... no, they're... right. What are you going to say? Oh, no, I was agreeing with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like more freedom than Formula 1. So it's like, granted, not, not in terms of like spectator, uh, from a spectator's point of view, but as in like, for instance, you can use whatever engine you want. Yeah, the regulations are more free. Exactly. There's a lot more for you to develop and have a look at. And if you know that something works, you can use it. You don't have to adhere and put the money down to get something you know may not work yeah. to work. Well, I mean, look look at Peugeot this year. I mean, we'll talk about it later on, but they're not running a rear wing. Exactly. They did well, that last year, but it worked really well. It works. It really works. And But it's like Toyota still run a V4. Yeah, they run a, a V4. V4. What litre is that? Uh, I think it's 1.6 litre. Really? Wow. The same, same litre as a Formula 1 car. Same litre as a Formula 1 Two cylinders less. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a V four with a hybrid produces one thousand one hundred horsepower. Wow. Yeah, puts that into perspective for you. So, yeah, it's it's quite crazy. I think that's what they still do. I is, know that when they were doing the LMP one, that's what they were doing. Is is the hybrid system front wheel drive and the petrol rear wheel drive, or am I am I having a bit of a dreaming moment? What they had that. So, so under under hybrid, it's it's all wheel drive. And to make things better, getting onto the fact that yeah, now we've got manufacturers in. I actually believe that off the top of my head, Toyota, Porsche, Cadillac isn't. No, Peugeot might be, but I'm not sure. Actually, oh no, Peugeot aren't. Sorry, Peugeot aren't. Ferrari. Sorry, they're, they're not. They're not doing what? Sorry. Uh, so hang on a minute. I believe that. Uh, so Porsche, Toyota, Ferrari, and obviously any of the other teams which are using any of those cars, they're all hybrids. So which ones aren't hybrid? So I believe the Peugeot isn't. Glickenhaus isn't. Right. The Cadillac isn't, and I don't think the. By Collis Van Wall is either, and that's a so, that's another topic for later on. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I, I, I feel like I'm skipping ahead of you, Mike. Yeah, uh, well, I tell you what, then let, let's let's move on. So we've we've obviously uh, we've we've talked about the, the changes in the classes. So let's let's move on to the teams themselves. So who who've we got this year? Start, start so with we them, have, uh, the hybrids. Yeah. So uh, for instance, going off of car numbers so this is in the order this is in so number two is cadillac racing fantastic um we've got with their vlmbh which we saw at daytona so if anybody saw daytona it was the blue car the blue and black car <laughs> that's going to be the one that's going to be going up to uh, world endurance which is driven by earl bamba alex lynn and richard westbrook very good team put together there um then we've got the car number four um with floyd well 
this is a thing. Floyd Van Wall Racing. So we were just yeah. having chat about this before we started recording, viewers. Um, it has come out in the past few days that Van Wall, or sorry, I should say, Bicoles Van Wall, who have, who I'm sure most people will know, has been a team in World Endurance Championship for about, I want to say, ten years. They haven't well, been in- and under the name of Van Wall. Can we specify? Yeah, yeah, they were not under the name of Van Wall. They were under the name of Bicolors. I think they worked their way up from LMP2 into LMP1 at the time um, using their own car. They've done very well to actually use their own car. I think they borrowed a couple of Audis across the way, but anyway. Um, yeah, so they've they've done a lot of their own development. They're actually a pretty solid put-together team. However, in their chances, to in their work to get towards... Um, hypercar regulations um, they adopted the name Vanwall who anybody who knows anything about Formula 1 will know that Vanwall were a sports car and racing team many years ago a long long time ago I think I want to say the 50s or 60s it was the 50s it was the 50s yeah I'm pretty sure it was the 50s yeah Yeah, because they were oh yeah no they were driving actual cars they were they were driving actual cars before they became, you know, the um, Computers. the really thin, yeah, the really thin, small little missiles with wheels. Um, but yeah, so it's come out in the past few days that their lawsuit, which was filed against them by the European um, Office for Intellectual Property, um, which essentially manages like someone's um, copyrights, yeah. yeah, yeah, the rights that a company or a brand can have to themselves so for instance if i was to say oh i have an idea and i patented it and i had the legal rights for it if michael adam came along and said oh i want to use that idea and i'm not going to tell him about it i have the legal obligation to sue either of them for however much money i feel like i'm owed so essentially what has happened is is that by collars adopted the name van wall without the proper legal documentation for it and now they have lost it they have lost the name they have the rights to use the name and unfortunately they did not call their car the they didn't call it the vandevel 680 they called it the vanwall vandevel 680 now so the 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 in that itself, it's not a big issue. But then we, when we bring the uh, the FIA uh, WEC regulations into that, again, we, we were just discussing this earlier, but if you use a name or brand which you do not have ownership, you cannot enter into the championship. So the argument that we're having now is they've used a name which they don't own, so therefore the entry into the championship is invalid. And yeah, so yeah, as you say, Mike, that the the entry of that car under that name is not is illegal. It's it's plain and simple. It's illegal um, in terms of the regulations. By colleagues are planning to um, appeal it, which I think I can't. I don't know if I can say I can see them winning it. But no, no. I, I can probably see them coming out the other side with them having to change it back to Bicolors and doing a complete rebrand. I was going to so say, maybe... it should just be a rebrand exercise, really. I was just about to... Obviously, two ways to... and it's either 
they lose their complete entry to the WEC calendar, which is obviously not the route they want to go down, or they're going to have to completely and utterly rebrand the team. For, for... Which is a very complex issue when you yeah. register your car that you're planning to race. But it's it's not just the car, it's, it's everything along with it. It's all the merchandise, yeah, it's, it's all the, the teams, the names, yeah, it's, exactly. it's everything. Everything that you could possibly think of under the sun, but it means it means it. having their entry into into Wex still. Yeah, it does. Um, and if they can sort it in a month, props to them. I have a feeling they can't. It's going to be a struggle. Yeah, of course it, it is. will be a struggle. And I mean, the thing is, is that a lot of European offices, when it comes to this stuff, aren't too horrible when it comes to the punishment. They will. They will obviously be fined. My colleagues will probably be fined a lot of money. Yeah. And we're talking, we're talking in the tens of millions, if not more. And, however, the company which may still own the rights to Van Wall and also by Colles, and also, as, I, as we said, the uh, Intellectual Property Office, they may agree on the fact that they can use their name for a year and one season yeah. before they say, that's you've got enough. to stop. Mm. You can't use it anymore. That's it. Done. But for me, I think from from a legal point of view, I think it, it kind of means you're sitting on the fence then because you're finding a team for using your name, but then you're saying, oh, well, it's okay. You can use it for the rest of the season. Which is a bit stupid. Yeah, it goes, against, it goes against what you're fighting for. Yeah. Uh, and the thing, uh, well, it might be in it. In that case, it might even be a case of saying, "Oh, um, pay us the money, race." Yeah, I, I, yeah. I see it as a, as a, almost like owning shares. I, I see, I see this becoming a case of, well, I tell you what, you can keep the name, but we want ten percent of all your earnings. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they want, to, I mean, there's, there's, there's really, you know, kind of like three logical routes where this could go. One. By colours, have to do a complete pullout. Two, which which the F, to... which which sorry, which the FIA will not want to happen. Well, the FIA and also by colours will probably not want to happen because no. well, one, it will lose the FIA and the World Endurance Championship a fair a bit of money because it's a team. It's mm, just a, a team is going a team that's paid to be there and a team that can up the publicity. Um, and then. Yeah, and then Bacalas obviously won't want to because they're wanting to do it. They've put the money down. They want to see the rewards for it and they want to give it a go. Oh. So there's nothing to say that they can't get done and can't win. The biggest year of WEC when it comes to the hypercar category. They would exactly. be missing out on the history, really. Yeah, exactly. It's it's quite mad. But yeah, um, so yeah, they've unfortunately that, that's what's happened to uh, Bacalas' uh, Van Wars. So we will have to see. It will probably come out at some point. Yeah, but we will just have to wait and see for that because uh, no one has any idea. My colleagues haven't said anything. Uh, the FIA haven't said anything, so we have no idea. As as people are interested, we have no clue. Yeah. Um, usually, with these sorts of things, it will be announced the week before we start, um, because then we'll then they'll have gotten the green light to put their stuff on a truck and send it to Sebring. Mm. Um, We're not that far away now, were we? We, no. we are not far away at all. The 11th of March, it's not far at all. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, no, sorry. Um, sorry to get off topic, but, yeah, no, I'll just say. So, um, yeah, so if, if 
if by collars are participating, they're going their Van Wall Van der Velde 680, their car will be driven by Tom Dillman, Esteban Gieri, Gieri, and Jacques Villeneuve. So Villeneuve being a big one. Villeneuve yeah. being a big one. Um, who obviously a name we haven't possibly heard for a long time. Um, in Formula One circles, obviously Jacques Villeneuve. I want to say nineteen ninety-seven seven champion, nineteen ninety-seven champion. Um, who has dabbled? He's not stopped racing. He dabbled a bit in, I believe, Euro NASCAR and a few other things. Yeah, they, uh, all, they always do. It's just almost like a retirement hobby at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, he's he's knocking around. So yeah, he's going to be back. Um, then we've got, lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, numbers five and six, Porsche Penske Motorsport. Wait. Now, now, with Porsche, what what are we saying? Because, again, I I can hold my hands up. I was a little bit disappointed with the performance at Daytona. I I thought they would have done better. So was I. But at the same time, Porsche rule World Endurance. They have they have got yeah. more Le Mans wins than any team. You think Ferrari winning seventeen world titles is interesting? Tell you what. Oh yeah, Porsche but that's that's the heritage. Wins, yeah. Porsche having nineteen Le Mans wins as well as I think seventeen or eleven championships. I think it's, I think oh no sorry sixteen championships. It's crazy. But again, so, we, we could say the same about Ferrari and Formula One. But oh yeah, yeah exactly. It's... But it's like it's it, it's exactly that. It, it's it's um. What's the word? Uh, subjective. Yeah, of course it is. It's, it it changes from year to year. But like I said, but, personally, when when I've been watching the Porsches against the Cadillacs, because that's the only two we can compare at the minute for, for mm-hmm. WEC, it, they just don't seem to be in the same league. Yeah, I I thought quite similar actually, because I I was thinking that hey, I'm I'm expecting Porsche to be you know not stereotypically German as it were, but you know super reliable. They've got it all figured out. Yeah, German engineering. It, it's gonna. It's Voschpunder technique working in perfect harmony, um, but I think they did run into some issues they didn't see coming. Yeah, well, it wasn't there wasn't there an issue with a headlamp? Um, I I'm not sure about a headlamp. I know that there was an a, was it a gearbox fluid problem. Or was it a battery fault? Oh no, it was a battery oh, fault. Oh that caused, yeah, yeah, it was a battery fault. That but caused I a think... headlamp. Yeah. I, I, oh yes, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, so I think the battery fault wasn't it. Uh, they they burnt through a wire. They melted a wire. I don't know the ins and outs, but all that I know is that there was a a headlamp failure, which was caused by a battery. Oh right, okay. Uh, yeah, and it involved them stopping the battery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Okay, in that case, and yeah. So, but the thing is, is that that battery isn't made by Porsche. That battery. But still. That battery is made by is made by an outside company. I actually believe it's Williams. But even <laughs> even still, yeah. I'd funnily be... enough, who'd have thought? Um, yeah. But yeah, you you expect you would expect Porsche to have it all figured out. And granted, they've probably seen that issue and gone, look, we know what's wrong. We've sorted it. We're going to be fine. And it is very very short sighted to say that Porsche will not sort it out. No, because they will. Well, even even because if we take yeah. reliability out of the equation, I don't think the pace is there. Well, I'll I'll be honest with you. the The last Le Mans win that Porsche had was the final year they were competing. <laughs> so, in terms, they competed again. Was it twenty seven? 
18. So their last win was 2017. Because hmm. it was the 919. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I want to say that the Porsche 919 in 2017 was the last Porsche uh, LM1 car. So they've been away. They've been away for about six years. So it's a while, but still, but, yeah. But, but for context, yeah, they they won three years on the trot between fifteen and seventeen. But can so, you see? But can you see that correlating to the performance in Daytona to 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 WEC? Can you can you see that the? Do do you envision Porsche doing well? I do envision Porsche doing well. And I think this will be a very, very close, can, not by just because of volume of cars, with the potential to win because of endurance racing's completely and utterly unknown nature. You can't predict endurance racing. You no, of course ever. not. But don't forget, we've got the introduction to so many different teams now. So not yeah, only exactly. not only are the the how do I say they're not they're not coming back as veterans in a way. There's you know, they're starting from a clean slate like the other teams, but we've then got the likes of Toyota, Glickenhaus, and, well, not Alpine, because they've pulled out for this year, but we've got these cars which have got the experience within these hybrid systems. Yeah, exactly, and um, so they will probably have a lot of data, but so will Porsche. Porsche have yeah. got a lot of old data, which, granted, it's not as good as new data, but still, old data will give them a lot of information, and also... Something to remember is that they've still had their factory GT team this entire time. So yeah. even there's a, bit though, of a there's a bit of a contrast between GT cars. Yeah, um, I yeah. mean the yeah. R, the RSR was for me, I think, the most superior GTE car. Oh my goodness, man! It sounded phenomenal. Um, by by far, it was one of the best yeah. GT cars, GT three cars. Oh, sorry, GTE cars going. Um, I mean, it, let's be honest, it wasn't exactly a large field, but no, but again, um, it it was it was obliteration of the competition. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It, it it flattened everything. It flattened everything in its path. Um, but yeah, but what I'm meaning is that the, the entire the data in terms of you know how a car will behave, not the exact numbers, but the behave, but the behavior of a car through the Porsche curves, through yeah. R through Rouge, through whatever corner it is at Fuji Speedway, through the first chicane at Monza, through um, uh, the hairpins at Bahrain, they, they've they got the data there where they can then use to give them a good starting point with the 963, with their LMH car, sorry, LMDH car, before they then go to their test sessions, their practice sessions at the circuits on the weekends and then go right we know that this is how this should be. Let's do it. Oh, it doesn't work. Right, let's do it again. This works. And then, lo and behold, they've got a car which is faster than the Toyotas and the rest of the field. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I, am I'm just saying that I think that Porsche are going to do something not not necessarily super special, but they are going to certainly knock some people's Contenders. socks off. They're going to be up there. I think it's going to be certainly close. Maybe not easy to predict, but close. See, that's that's one thing that I'm I'm liking about this year as well. We're not just seeing three teams, or sorry, three manufacturers. We're seeing how many is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven manufacturers. Seven manufacturers. Oh, uh, hang on. 
Oh, no, sorry. Oh, no, eight including uh, Isota. Three, four, five, six. Uh, it's it's seven. Uh, sorry, yes, it is eight including Isota Fraschini. Um, and then it's uh, one, two, two customer teams. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of actual makes and models of cars, there's seven variations, isn't there? Uh, yeah, seven or eight, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah I mean... Yeah, I think I think we've 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 talked about the Porsche. I mean, I I don't think they'll do as well as you think, but again, time will tell. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's perfectly it's perfectly possible. It's perfectly impossible. Yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, anything can happen. So what's yeah. what's next on the list? Moving down. So yes, yeah, seven and eight Toyotas. Yeah. I think they'll do well. There. Yeah, they're, I mean, they 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 have yeah, stopped the game. Certainly not done badly in the past years since they they've used it wisely. Especially the um, Brendan Hartley yeah. team as well. I think they'll do well. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Toyota Gazoo Racing number eight, Sebastian yeah. Boemi, Brendan Hartley, Rio Hirakawa. Absolutely team. incredible um team that they've got there. That's the number eight car. They're gonna be the ones to watch. I know yeah. that Mike Conway Mike Conway, Kamui Kobayashi and Jose Maria Lopez, they're good, but I tell you what, that number eight is is phenomenal. That number eight runs it 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 is very close all the competition. I mean, there's not it's been that much of a difference really between the the seven and eight. No, it's really really close, which is quite which is what is the thing. And obviously, because there's only been X many manufacturers in WEC for the past three or four years, um, they have traded wins essentially. Yeah, of course. But oh dear, sorry boys. Oh, excuse me. Um, so now we move on to Jota. Ah uh, yes. Well, we've we've still got more, haven't we? Have we got uh, more for Toyota? Uh, oh no, Joe, no, Joe, no, Jota have moved up to LMH now, haven't they? Yes, they have. Yes, yeah. The ah. British, the, the plucky Brits are are finally going to be back at the top. So yeah, yeah. we. Oh, yeah. Jota, if you if viewers and you guys don't know, Jota is the the green, red, and black LMP2 cars who won. Um, 24 hours on 2022, and I believe won the championship as well. I want to say, I know they did very well in LMP2. Yeah, they, they, they won the LMP2 last year. Yes, they did. They won, they won really, really, they did really well last so year. What, so, what are they driving this year then? They are, uh, they have acquired, acquired, I don't know this, I don't know the specifics, but they have acquired a Porsche 963. Oh, yeah, so, of course, because there's, there's, is it two? Works and two. Yeah, so there's there's two there's two uh, works uh, Porsche teams. So there's Hertz Team Jota, um, run out of the UK, and then there's Proton Competition, who um, are much more acquainted with being Dempsey Proton. Um, so ran owned uh, half owned by Porsche, and half owned by Patrick Dempsey. The uh, the actual Le Mans veteran, I should say, and actor, famous for many things, including but not limited to Grey's Anatomy. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's quite... Those two are customers. We don't know uh, a lot about the Proton entry, but Hertz, Team Jota, Jota are fully committed. Um, I think they'll much... do well. I think Jota will do quite well. If, if the Porsche car is reliable, Jota will do well. Jota... And even if it doesn't, Jota's got their head screwed on straight. They have yeah. really got a good team. They've got a nice new young driver of Yifei Yifei Ye, I want to say. Chinese name, I apologise if I've butchered that. Um, 
Antonio Felix da Costa, who is a madman when it comes to endurance racing, and Will Stevens, who is a very reliable British driver when it comes to this stuff. So he, they've got a good team, good talent. I think they're going to do good. Yeah. I think they're going to do really good. Now, the prancing horses, lads. Yes, the, the returning. Yes, yes the, the good old cars in red. I wonder what colour... Well, no, we know what colour it's going to be. Um... It's not like it's not like Formula One, but they've got to keep us on our toes, have they, boys? Well, <laughs> well, we, me and Adam was joking about this before because Adam said, "Oh, the, there's there's been a leak about the Formula One car." And I said, "Oh, well, brilliant!" So what what they said is he said it's going to be red. I was like, "Oh, well." Plot twist: It's yellow. Um, <laughs> It'd be nice. But yeah, well, indeed. Uh, yeah, so F Corsa, which is essentially what Ferrari Formula what what Scuderia Ferrari is for. In Formula One, yeah, AF is Corsa. it still is Collado still driving? James Collado is still driving the number fifty-one. Yes, so yeah, AF Corsa is Ferrari's factory team, and they are running two Ferrari four nine nine Ps, which are phenomenal looking hypercars. I think they have done incredibly well with those two. Yeah, I think they look fantastic, and I think they're going to be really, really competitive. I I hope they do well, but. And then. you'll be pleased to know, I do not believe they're going to be exceedingly Italian about this because the last time that Ferrari was at Le Mans, Enzo Ferrari was in charge. So oh. I don't think they're going to be as Italian as it comes to their strategy um, like they are with Formula One. Uh, well, so, let's hope so because, uh, again, we'll, we'll, we'll not diverge on, on this video, but the uh, F1 strategy hasn't been the best in the uh, 2022 uh, season. I think you can say that. So here's, here's, I will present this question to the group, though. Do you think Ferrari's going to take on the likes of Toyota at the top? No. Do you think they're straight there, straight away? No. no. I, I, I'm I, not sure, because something I, I actually forgot to mention up until this stage has been balance of power. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, during the lead-up to the Wonder Championship season and individually each race, the cars get balanced. So they are individually homologated, depending on each car, they are individually homologated to match whatever other car. Yeah, I think it's is it is it based on the weight, is it? I believe it's based on the weight, yes. Yeah. So a lot of cars are homologated to a certain point. Mm. With options for either detuning or uptuning to be implemented. So for instance, let's say that the Toyotas are detuned to accommodate for a certain weight. But whereas when and then it then it comes to their balance of power, they can actually uptune it again because there is a car that is at a higher level who perhaps weighs less. Yeah. So they have to then accommodate so let's say, alright, I weigh more so I've got to have more horsepower. Yeah. I weigh less, so I've got to have less horsepower. So the one that has less weight has to have, have ballast power. added. So I have more ballast added. Yeah. So, and then the one that has more horsepower has to have a little bit less less weight, if possible. So it's it's to get the field to be a bit more balanced. And this is something we haven't talked about actually, and I should have really been saying. Some of these cars might actually end up being really close because of their balance of power. 
But I mean, right. as as much as I wish for it to happen, I I don't believe there's going to be a thirteen way fight in the last in the last hour for for Candy. I view. I don't think so either. I I certainly think it will be close. So let's say let's say that maybe five or six of them are in the same lap. I'd I'd be happy with that. I I would also be happy with that. Um, five or six of them, five or six of them within the same lap. Maybe two or three crossing the line with maybe within a minute. But going back to Adam's point. Do you think Ferrari will be in them five, five to six? I don't think they will. I, I want to say yes though. I, I've just got a good feeling. I, they've Go got. They, I mean, I, I'm gonna say yes. I, uh, they've got good drivers, really good drivers. They have. They have got absolute. They've got this spot on, and I mean, really spot on with the drivers they've chose. They have immediately gone for not new drivers. There's one new driver. And it's Antonio Giovinazzi. But let's be honest, Jesus. he's got experience. Jesus is coming to Le Mans. Exactly, but I mean, that's the point. Antonio Giovinazzi is actually not a bad driver. He's not. I just I just hope he can do the same as, you know, you like, your likes of your... Uh, God, I've, I've completely forgot his name. Toyota. Uh, Brendan Hartley. Brendan Hartley. He, yeah. he didn't have a good season in Formula 1. Neither did yeah, Giovinazzi. But, but in, in WEC, oh my god, he's phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. Brendan Hartley had five Le Mans wins before he even touched the steering wheel of Formula One car. Yeah. It's yeah. Exactly, it's because it goes, just goes to show, doesn't it? But anyway, so yeah, I want to say that Ferrari are going to do quite well. They've got good drivers. They've gone straight to their GTE Pro teams, not gone out looking for new drivers. They have literally gone straight to their GTE Pro teams and said, we're making a hypercar, you're driving it. Yeah. So yeah. they have got Antonio Fuoco, they have got Miguel Molina, they have got Nicholas Nielsen, they yeah. have got Alessandro Pergridi, and they have got James Collado, who are phenomenal drivers. Yeah, and they are. I think they're going to put that car, put those two cars right up the front. If we're going off that logic, could we, I mean, I, don't, I hate to use the word assume, but could we assume that the GTE Ferrari won't do as well because there's not as experienced drivers in there. Well, I think I think that is a fair assumption. I will give you that. Uh, and I, but I am also inclined to say that the um, the drivers they have got for the four eight eights in there are also quite good. I think they are um, they are. Up there as well. They are there. I would want to say they're almost their reserve drivers for the GTE. Yeah, I mean they're going to have reserve drivers, no, no doubt about that. But I don't think the quality will be like, especially if if you've got the Porsche RSR, then they're going to be on the A game, and will Ferrari be on their A game? I want to say yes, but I could be wrong. I mean, I mean, it will all remain to be seen in that front. But yeah, I, I. I want to say that the that the actual um, uh, Ferrari hypercars are going to do really well. I really want to say that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so moving on from that. Yeah. Um, sorry, go on. So yeah, no, it's alright. Um, so we've got the ninety three, ninety four Peugeots. Peugeot so, again, no rear wing. Peugeot's the only again. car. Yeah. Exactly. What, rear like, wing. what? What? Sorry to interrupt. Um, what reliability? What are they like, Peugeot? Uh, when it came to their first race at Monza uh, last year, they learnt a lot. 
and I believe there was a couple of issues they had, but it wasn't um, aerodynamics related. Their aerodynamics was actually really, really good. Um, they they had a fantastic aero package uh, for Monza, and then throughout the rest of the season, uh, um, Fuji and Bahrain, there was no issues, no issues at all, um, as far as I'm aware. Uh, I thought I I thought I heard something about them not finishing one of the cars not finishing in Bahrain. I, I don't think one of them finished in Bahrain. I don't think maybe one of them one of them I think finished quite far back. Uh, at Monza, but I believe that those were powertrain related, oh, okay. um, not aero related, which obviously is the main talking point when it comes to Peugeot's car. Um, mm. But I believe that they ran smoothly. Um, there have been no real issues for them. Um, and they've got pretty good drivers as well. They've got, well, Paul DeResta, who's out of the saddle bin for a while. He's been out of it for a while, but yep, he's in there. Um, Gustavo, Gustavo Menezes fantastic American driver. He's done so, so much in World Endurance Championship over the past few years. Uh, Mikkel Jensen, Jean-Eric Verne, heels off his Formula E career, I believe, or is he still going? He's still going in Formula E. Yeah, he's, he's still uh, competing in Formula E. wonder if they just give him a uh, kind of like a weekend off. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's both of them. And Nico Muller as well. Yeah, there's another one there. But um, yeah, and then you get to Proton competition and um, Glickenhaus. So Pro- Proton, the Porsche, and then Glickenhaus in there. Glickenhaus 007. So, and then that's Roman Dumas. And that's that's all we know right now. Um, there's TBAs next to the other two names in both Proton's roster and in Glickenhaus's. So, yeah. Um... We, don't, we don't know a lot about Proton, and Glickenhaus have kept their mouths quite shut. So, we're not sure about where that's going to go. Yeah, I mean, what's what's our uh, again assumptions on uh, Isota? Do we think they will make Le Mans? I know obviously they're competing in so, Monza. Yeah, it's so it's sort of Fraschini. Um, there is several rumours, and um, I believe the team has stated that they're going to try and get to Monza. Uh, sorry, to Spa. Yeah, they're going to try and get to Spa, so it's not too far away. I believe it is. One moment. That's the 29th of April. So they've got, they got a while yet, two, two and a half months, so, well, nearly three months almost, um, to get there. So they've got plenty of time. Um, they're actually making pretty good progress, really, really good progress, and they're only going to run one car. Yeah. Um, they're not running more than one at this stage, but I believe, having seen something about their Instagram the other day, they have actually got the entire chassis of the car complete. Um and I believe they were saying something on the lines of the brakes, the engine, and the hybrid system are all in. Yeah, I think I think there is a, there's there's only another two teams which are running one car. Them being uh, Van Wall and Glickenhaus. Am I correct? Yeah, Glickenhaus is only running one. And uh, yeah, Joe Joe and Proton are only running one as well. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, and Cadillac, Cadillac as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Cadillac. Yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, the um, so yeah, it's going to be quite interesting to see what Isotta do. Um, I haven't, I don't know a lot about Isotta as in terms of their history. Um, so that might be one to do a bit of a Google on. But um, we'll we will certainly see, and it will be quite interesting to see if a privateer kind of manufacturer, private manufacturer, will get up there and uh, wreak some havoc. But we we'll, we'll, we shall see. Well. Um, well, if we're on about the hypercars, we have heard uh, rumours 
Yes, we have. We've heard some rumors. Yes, we've heard rumors that United Autosports might be joining the hypercar category next in by the end of 2025. Did we hear? Yes. So by uh, at the beginning of the 2025 season, we've heard, Mike, that United Autosports right are planning to join um, the uh, World Endurance Championship top class. Now, I... now would they would they replace the LM two? Uh, LMP2 teams with that. Ooh. That's an interesting question. Which we don't have the answer to. Which we don't have the answer to. But I'm inclined to say they would certainly keep one. Right, okay. Whilst, if they were going to run an LMH, they would probably still run a LMP2. Yeah. Because that's, that's the bread and butter, really, isn't it? It's the, it's, it's, it's it is their bread and butter. It is. They, they are... Um, they are quite set on uh, LMP2. They've done very well. However, we have heard that they are planning to enter top class Le Mans. That'd be exciting. Sorry, top class, top class World Endurance Championship. But do you know what that also means? Go on. When you take into account the fact that a certain American businessman who owns McLaren. Zach Brown? Zach Brown has said that McLaren entering the World Endurance Championship in either LMH or LMDH is a matter of when, not if. Of course, because the the uh, the extreme United Autosports car is a big partnership, isn't it? It's with Andretti, isn't it? United Andretti. Oh, of course. No, uh, yes. What, what am I thinking of? No, no, Brown's done it with McLaren, but I'm pretty sure United Autosports are also part of the Extreme E as United Andretti Autosports, I believe. Yes, they are. Well, right. Which which am I on about? Am I? I've unless it was was it IndyCar or something like that. I'm thinking there was a partnership between Autosport and McLaren. United Autosports. Uh, I don't think there is yet. But the fact is that Zach Brown owns both United Autosports. That's it. He owns it. Yeah, of course, of course. Who owns it? Is it Richard Dean? Uh, yeah, so Richard Richard Dean and Zach Brown co-own United Autosports. Yeah, and and um, Zach Brown treats United Autosports as his own personal playbox. Yeah. So that he he keeps a lot of his race car collection there. Yes. United Autosports keep a lot of them uh, in running condition. For various things, so for instance, they have a lot of Indy cars there. They have a lot of Formula One cars there. Yeah, and yeah. So, for, so uh, one example, if anyone remembers um, the the bet Ricardo made with Daniel Ricardo from Formula One, McLaren driver at the time, made with Zach Brown about racing uh, classic NASCAR at uh, Kota. The 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 tooth. Uh, it was I can't remember what year it was, but Dale Earnhardt Senior's yellow and blue NASCAR. That's that is one of his little toys that he keeps. Just yeah, so right. I, he keeps at United Autosports. So the um so yeah, but the thing is, is that at the same time they're still running um Orica O seven LMP two cars and they're running Ligier LMP three cars. Um, so they've got their United have got their fingers in a lot of pies, and so do McLaren. Yeah, especially of recent years, they have got their fingers in a lot of. Well, I was going to say, I, I was speaking to to Adam about this yesterday with the car launches. They released something like five divisions in the same day. Obviously, one of them being esports, 
but there was there was the Indy car, there was the uh, obviously the the Formula One car, there was the yeah. uh, the Extreme E car, and then was the final one a partnership with Formula E? Was it? Yeah, yeah, the Formula E car as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so- so exactly, there's. But the thing is, is that Zach Brown's saying that it's a matter of when, not if. Yeah. If McLaren decide to go ahead with a full season, two car United, uh, sorry, World Endurance Championship entry, United Autosports would probably be heavily involved in that. Yeah. Or it'd be a case of McLaren have two, United Autosports has one. And United Autosports still run a LMP2 car. On and, and have LMP2. three kind of McLaren M- L- LMPHs. And have three McLaren LM. I like the sound of that. Exactly. I do like so, the sound of that. Exactly. So United Autosports are a customer team. They have said this, that they have stated that they are a customer team. They are not planning to build their own, but they are planning to receive one. Yes. Right. Whether that is... They are, they are exploring multiple avenues, whether it is through the regulations and they buy a chassis and customize the chassis, or they become a customer to a manufacturer. Yeah. So it will remain to be seen, as will a lot of these things, unfortunately. But fingers crossed, because yeah. I tell you what, I would not mind seeing a McLaren LMH car in United Auto Sports Navy Blue. It'll bring back the old McLaren versus yeah. Ferrari day. And yeah, exactly. Can, can I just add as well, sorry for, for interrupting, um, mm. if we do see McLaren in future years, then this uh, LMPH grid size is going to get even bigger because if I just run through the the uh, teams which are not yet in but have signed up for 2024, we have obviously BMW, we have Alpine returning, and we also have the Lamborghini, the uh, uh, Iron, Iron, what's it called? Iron Lynx, is it? Iron Lynx, yeah, Iron Lynx. And uh, also, for um, anyone who is uh, listening, who is um, uh, wanting to know, they are, there's going to be a all-female crew uh, at the top class of Le Mans again for the first oh, time. Really? I want to say, uh, well, there, there, there hasn't been a an all-female crew at Top Class Le Mans for a long, long time. Yeah. And I'm talking a really long time. So, Iron Lynx, who are, and who have a subsidiary, subsidiary uh, team called Iron Dames, who, if anyone's ever watched endurance racing and um, on the often and seen a pink, yellow, black Ferrari, um, that is the Iron Dames, and they are a phenomenal group of female racing drivers and now in 2024 they're going to be given their chance to race in top class Le Mans and show wow. the world just what female racing drivers in top class can do so it's good stuff to see but, but yeah so but yeah, yeah. I, th- I think i think kind of going going back to what i said you've got them three teams joining in 2024 them being obviously recapping bmw lamborghini and alpine but mm-hmm. Again, if we see a McLaren in the in there as well, we're going to be talking over twenty cars in the grid. You're talking about twenty cars in a grid, which usually consists of about four. Well, in, so, in previous years, there's, there's only been about four or five. I hybrid think the cars. record. I, I I think I want to say the record. Well, you're talking about Group C numbers. 
And for context, Group C was obviously early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Um, or sorry, mid eighties to late nine to early nineties Le Mans cars when Le Mans was more popular than Formula One. Yeah. And I'm saying that. That's a statement of fact. Sports car championships in the 80s and 90s was incredibly popular compared to Formula 1. Really, really popular. It's actually scary how popular it was compared to Formula 1. It was actually in, it was really interesting to see, actually. But, yeah, so you're going to see... Sorry, so, so what, what was the numbers on grid size for then? You said about there being a record. Hang on a minute, let me look it up. Let me, let me just see. So, uh, group... See, well, well, I, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't. It's a, it's a difficult thing to Google. Um, funnily enough, but off the top of my head, Porsche. Uh, I want to say, well, Jaguar. Um, I think Lancia at one point. There was Aston Martin, Mercedes. Um, so that's. Five. Um, there was, I think, Renault. Um, there was even, I want to say, let's have a look. Bring out my trusty. Yeah, Jaguar Silk Cup, Mazda, of course, Peugeot, uh, Dower, but they were uh, they were given Porsche cars. Uh, McLaren was in there. So, um, so we're talking similar numbers then. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking about maybe eight or eight or nine sets of cars, if not more, sat in a field together. So it's, and this is at the time when there were kind of only two classes: top class and lower class. There wasn't a third LMP class in the middle. Yeah. So it's just crazy, absolutely crazy to see to be able to say I you're going to be able to perhaps see between twenty and twenty two cars on the grid at any given World Endurance Championship race is mind-boggling. It boggles the mind. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah, I mean, but just goes to show exactly what this is all about. It's like, this is exactly what the regulation was for. It was, to, yeah. the regulation changes were for. It was to make it cheaper. It was to invite more manufacturers it was to make the racing more interesting and to get it more people involved and it has done Le Mans this year apparently is going to have a record attendance of 300,000 people yeah which I know that's rookie numbers compared to how much Silverstone and Cota got last year or the year before or however many people were there 400,000 on but when you realize that Le Mans has always played second fiddle to Formula One since the late noughties yeah, since, since the late two thousands, it has played second fiddle to Formula One championship, not Formula One X race or Y race, a certain race. It has played second fiddle to the entire championship. This is mind boggling. Yeah, and I think um, I think we should move to that now. So, um, I, I will we'll not will not bore everyone with with the events before and after Le Mans. Let, let's just get get straight to Le Mans. So. Obviously, we've said it's such a big year, so obviously we know why, but James, would you like to explain why it's such a big year for, for Le Mans this year? This year marked 100 years since the first 24 hours straight race of Le Mans was held, so that is a big anniversary. And yeah. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, 
there is no race in the world that is 100 years old. Um, Isle of Man TT, IndyCar, Indy 500. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't Sorry. say there's, well, there's none, well, but none of that calibre. None of, no, of that none importance. Of that. But, but certainly, well, there's certainly, of the Triple Crown, the Indy 500 and Le Mans are up there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they are both. Well, one of them is a hundred, and I think IndyCar is the Indy five hundred is nearing hundred years old, isn't it? The Indy five hundred is a hundred and five hundred and six years in Good. now. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, um the Isle of Man TT started in nineteen oh four. Oh, okay, yep, yep. In that case, then, yep, they're both. But again, as I mean, I'm I'm a big Isle of Man TT fan, but I don't think the spectator numbers and the the oh, no. the entries were, was as big as as what we're seeing at, at Le Mans. Yeah, no, no half the people in the world don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you're talking. You're talking about. I think we're in the range. We're heading towards maybe seventy cars at Le Mans this year. Which yeah. circuit's only so big, but seventy cars. But the, the, they're even. I mean, I don't want to backtrack to, to classes, but the, they've again. Correct me if I'm wrong, James. But the the bringing all the GT classes into one, aren't they? They're not doing a, a pro arm split. They, they brought GT classes together, and there's 14 GTE, GTE class yeah. cars. But that that could go up. Yeah, there is nothing to say that certain teams will not run more than one car. Um, and but we shall see. We d- we will see because there is a lot. There is a lot of that is going to be. Excuse me. That is going to be cracking off. And it will be incredible to watch it happen. It genuinely will. I, I personally am really looking forward to it. And I think we've the th- the three of us have certainly discussed getting together and watching it and trying to do a good, great big long watch along. Yeah, the th- whole thing. Yeah, I mean, so it, this is something we we have discussed. If 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 you would like to see us do a watch along, because like we said, this is. Especially in 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 our lifetime, this is probably the biggest Le Mans so far, in a, in 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 our lifetime. So I think it's, I we, think I'll be honest with you, mate. It might be the biggest ever. It'll be one of the biggest racing things that happens in yeah. our history. So so we we want to do a watch long, but um, if if it's something you you, you want to see is is either a stream or a kind of a highlights video afterwards, just just let us know in in the comments below, and we'll 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 make that happen. But yeah, I if mean, you're... it's it's like like we was, was discussing earlier, James. It's more than the race itself. I mean, there's there's an event for scrutineering where you can go and watch the cars in the streets. Yeah, it's... The, the whole, yeah, the whole circuit. People refer to Formula One as a circus, but no, it's just... really. Yeah, it, people refer to F1 as a circus because there's that much going on, and there's there's that much stuff being moved in that short time. Le Mans is a circus. Le Mans is an event. Yeah. Le Mans, Le Mans isn't your average run-of-the-mill race. No. Where, and... granted, 150, 200,000 people turn up to watch crazy aerodynamic, efficient cars go around corners very quickly. The whole country knows it's happening. Yeah. And there's and... not one in France who will not want to be there. Yeah, and I've... I've been fortunate enough to go and watch the the Monaco F1 Grand Prix, which is considered kind of the, the historic round of of Formula One, and it's it it is just an event. There's you know there's if you go outside of 
of the how do I say it? The, the complex. The, if you go outside of the circuit into Monte Carlo, there's 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 nothing much going on. But I guarantee the streets of Le Mans, as as in the city of Le Mans, is gonna be heaving. Yeah, it's like a driver's parade. Yeah. In Formula One now, what do they do? Tell me, guys, what do they do? Well, they they, they, they all stand on the back of an open top coach, don't they? And just wave. What What do the Le Mans drivers do? Uh, your guess. You're gonna have to they, tell us. They sit on the back of their manufacturer's either flagship, new, or best-looking old cars, and get driven through the streets of Le Mans, where the where the uh, pavements are five people or more. Deep. I was gonna say, for me, that's that's the big difference because I have seen that in Formula One. But you've got ten meters of circuit either side of you, plus Armco barriers with with ten foot fencing over it. Yeah, you're always whereas... separated. Yeah, whereas it's the boys for Le Mans drivers in their full race suits, with their with their hats and their sunglasses on, granted, but still in their race suits, going down the streets in the middle of a beautiful French town, with the entire town plus all the spectators who have turned up to watch the race, there to see them come along and throw merch out of the back of their cars, just little wristbands or hats or whatever, just throw them out the back of the cars to these people. And but you got to remember, seventy cars, let's say, then get put in the middle of the town and get scrutinised. It's not like Formula One scrutineering where they are put in a garage, the door closes, and guys with magnifying glasses and a rule book the size of a small child, yeah, get are there for twenty four hours scrutinising every single detail of that car. Granted. The Le Mans scrutineers, the FIA scrutineers for Le Mans, are harsh and they are fair, but at the same time, is that they're not in a garage stuck behind closed doors. They no. are under a big inflatable pavilion in the middle of Le Mans, the town in France, Le Mans, with the cars being lined up row after row after row, going down the streets. Three well, in this case now three wide because it's GTE, LMP2, LMH, or hypercar. Yeah. Three rows wide, going down the biggest and longest street they've got, with the guys with each of their crews got them on go jacks, so they can literally just wheel them round, take them off the go jacks, sit them on the, um, the weigh scales. On the on the weigh scales or yeah. flat plates or whatever, or the 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 stuff they use to weigh the cars and all the other equipment they need and the space, and then they just take them out again. And then fans can literally just stand next to these like chicken wire, well, what is it, metal fences, turn around, take a selfie, and lo and behold, there's a Porsche 9, uh, 963 aerial poking up as you take a photo of the one next to it. Yeah. It You cannot get that no. close. In, in Formula just... 1, you, you, can't, you can't even get within kind of 20 exactly. metres of the cars. It's like... Granted, if you go to an F1 fan zone, because I, I went personally, I went to Silverstone in 2021. Memories. Um, uh, and um, the only cars that you could get close to, if you, as long as you didn't have a paddock pass, were in the fan zone. And if you went to the fan zone, there are two cars. It was, I believe, it was the the Monaco livery, um, the Gulf livery car, McLaren. Gulf Livery McLaren was behind in a glass case. Oh yeah, behind 
three or four inch thick plate glass. Well, again, it's though, just... like I said, it's it's it takes it from being a, a what's the word? It takes it from being a community event. event to yeah, being a, a a snobbery event, if anything. Yeah. It's it's a case of well, we're Formula One, and you can only spectate. I mean, I'll I'll not get onto the prices of tickets for for Formula One. It's oh, just not, ridiculous. Our wallets today. <laughs> like, I mean, it's. I mean, you'll know as well as me, the price of not even uh, a, a seat at Silverstone, just general administration is it's yeah. ridiculous. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I would not... If you're going to go to a Formula 1 race, go. Get your money's worth out of it, is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we worked it out. It was cheaper to money. go to Monaco than it was to go to, to Silverstone. And it's cheaper it's, to go to Spa. It's cheaper to go to Spa than it is for as a British fan than it is yeah. to go to the Grand Prix at Silverstone. Yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, so, it is mad. Anyway, but, um, so... We've, Obviously, it's it's big because obviously it's it's the anniversary. It's big because it's the a, a big event where it's all parades in the street. But as well, I want to bring in the big spanner into the works, if if you would let me, and that is the NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. So, so go on. Sorry, Adam. Were you going to say something? Uh, I just said it was weird. I'm assuming we're going to have a photo of it. Um, display. Yeah, we'll 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 display a picture uh, f- uh, for the viewers to see of, of the NASCAR. Um, sorry, go on, James. No, it, it, I didn't know this was happening until a few days ago. So, yeah, that that's that's quite odd. <laughs> I I didn't really see that one coming. I will I will be honest with you. Um, but hey, look, I mean, crazier things have happened at this twenty four hour race of ours. It and it isn't the first NASCAR well, to go. No, because that Audi thing didn't do it, didn't it? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, mate, but it is. I can tell you now, it's not the first uh, NASCAR that has been. There have actually been a couple of NASCARs that have gone before. Um, I think it was to celebrate the uh, 50th anniversary of the day of the Indy 500. Sorry. So, yeah, the Indy 500 NASCAR, um, not Indy 500 um, IndyCar. And uh, it was, um, they did, uh, yeah, they, they let NASCARs compete. It, it's just mental, off. though. I mean, I'm I'm looking at, at the picture of, of the car now, um, and it it is a NASCAR. Obviously, it's got to have the front lights for, for obvious reasons because it's a yeah, 24 so... hour race. So you've got the lights, but you've got these big canards on the front. Oh and... yeah, dive planes that could move us up. Oh, it's it's there's so much more aerodynamics on it, but even still, it it is still a NASCAR, which. Again, I, I I couldn't wrap my head around how it could fit into the GT class, but apparently the it's, regulations oh, are so similar. Yeah, are they? I didn't realise it was a G. Oh, I didn't realise. Well, I didn't realise what class it was going into. But if it's going into the GT class, then fair enough. But I mean, well, it has to. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, surely they won't enter it into a into a NASCAR only uh, class because then it's competing against <laughs> itself. It's going to finish first if they do that. Well, I was going to oh, say yeah. there's no point entering. It's more of a I show car. It'll probably, it'll probably go in the GTE class. Well, um, again, though, it, it would work because the RV8s, or, well, it doesn't matter, but the, the you're talking similar powers, aren't you? Yeah, no, so, I mean, it, it's really interesting stuff to see, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it's it will be in a uh, very, very... Uh, cool thing to see going around the track, I have to say. Yeah. 
And as well, um, if, if I may point out, a certain Jensen Button driving. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's not the first time he's driven in Le Mans. It's not the first, but um, yeah. I bet it's the so... first time he's driven in NASCAR in Le Mans, though. I bet you it is that for it is that first though yeah but um yeah so we we'll we'll certainly see how it handles and how it holds up but uh, I reckon it's going to be a real real uh, spectacle to see that going round yeah well, I, it'll, it'll certainly work around the left-handers won't it I bet you that <laughs> you throw me off there um, I don't think that'll finish the race you don't think what reliability no. wise yeah. I mean, uh, true, but what? What I mean, what's the the longest NASCAR event they do? About four hours. Um, here's the thing: how yeah. often do they run the engines? Well, that's what I mean. If, if it's if it's a new engine every four hour race, then do are they going to last? I'm not sure what the rules are on that. I I I don't know. I it, sure, surely the the. Maybe they can't sign up for Le Mans 24 hours and not expect to finish. I think they'll have done the work. That yeah. Chevrolet are not stupid and they've got no. also they have Corvette. And, and let's be honest, they're going to be given a nice sum off off NASCAR themselves for, for kind of promoting the championship into into WEC. Oh, well, I can't really say into WEC because it's just Le Mans, isn't well, it? Yeah, because obviously NASCAR has gone through their recent revolution of the next-gen cars as of, as of last year yeah. with the new sh- So mm. that's why they're doing it this year, because last year's cars probably, or the year before's cars, probably wouldn't have even got close to the GT programs, yeah. like configuration. But with the way the new bodies are, it might be closer, mm. uh, maybe. I think I think it's fair to say that the next gen uh, NASCARs are quite. They're not. They're not. Obviously, they are nowhere near like a GTE or GT3 car, but they are certainly. There are certain similarities which you wouldn't necessarily expect. Yeah. Oh no, I, I agree with that. Which it's between, still advanced. I mean, yeah. the NASCARs now. There's no. It's it's all It's symmetrical on either side. It's not curved. So, yeah, because I mean, again, Adam, you'll you'll know more than me on this, but don't they have one wheel positive? Oh, sorry, one side positive camber, one side negative camber. Oh yes, to account for the banking on the ovals. Yeah, I was just the- saying that's that's probably something they've sorted out. To- yeah, yeah. But then again, as well, the the entire car was like, if you if you imagine a bean, it was shaped like that, yeah. just to help. Right, because the whole point was because they are on ovals and they're always turning left, the aerodynamics need to help them turn left. They'll have to get rid right. of the air flaps, won't they? Because obviously, if if the car's has a has a sideward moment, then they mm. don't want these flaps activating, do they? Well, no, no. Well, the whole point of those flaps was supposed to be to keep the cars on the ground, but yeah, I don't really see the logic in them. I never really have. I I must admit though, I think. The the NASCAR will certainly show its metal, as it were. <laughs> show its certainly... fiberglass. Well, well, oh well, yeah, good pun, James. Well done, um, well done, me. But um, it will certainly <laughs> it will certainly show what it's made of, and it will. I, I, I there, NASCAR and various media sources, as well as the people who are driving it and the team who are running it. They have said that a lot of work has gone in to make it ready. 
Right. Okay. Yeah, like I said, they, they they can't they can't just turn up to Le Mans in a in a plain NASCAR and think we're gonna finish. That there has to be some thought and and preparation into it. There's been some aerodynamic upgrades oh. to obviously account for the the increased downforce they need for heavy braking. They'll have put better brakes on it. They'll have put better tires on it. They'll have probably rebuilt the engine for a less literage. They'll have uh, done various electrical. McGovernses that have done so many things and so much testing that you will never hear the end of it. But yeah. they'll have probably sorted out the fact that they're confident oh, that yeah. they yeah. will be able to finish and finish respect. Respect. I was, I was gonna say maybe maybe but... not a good finish in terms of position, but a respectable in terms of it's not a GTE car. Twenty-four hours is a long time. Yeah, and if if Say you may, gents, I I am going to speed things up a bit. To mm. to to finish off, right? Can I have from each of you a? We don't have to include money, but could we have a bet on who's going to win each category for Le Mans? So I'll start with James. I want your first, second, and third for hypercar, LMP2, and GTE. For each, so for each. Class, you want yeah. first, second, third? Yeah. Oh, oh, now you've done it. Um, <laughs> oh, my days. Oh, God. Let's start with the easy one, mate. Hypercars. Okay, hi- we'll, we'll all do hypercars and we'll move on. It's not easy, though. Um, I know. Go on, go on then. Go on, then. You, go, you, go, you go first, Adam. What? No, 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 no. We'll put okay, 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 okay. Okay, go on. No, go on. I've, got, I've got it. So, I think... First in hypercar is the number six Porsche. Oh, driven, driven now. Listen now, hear me out. Driven by Kevin Estra, Andre Lotterer, and Lawrence Van Tour. That's still and, great, especially after the performance we've seen from Porsche already. I know you said yeah. you reckon fix everything, but I I don't think there'll be a top five personally. Well, but we'll, we'll we shall see, won't we? We, we shall I see. Think. Right, uh, second place. I mean, very hot on their heels, and I mean seriously close behind them. It's going to be the number eight Toyota. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair, and I mean, yeah. I mean, not not like a half a lap behind. I mean, like two seconds behind. I'm like that close. Okay. Wow. So, you, so you think it's going to be a last lap fight for the finish? I th- maybe not last lap. Because it might be a foregone conclusion by maybe like the la- fifth to last, but yeah. who knows? But last hour. Within the last hour, I think there will certainly be a big fight for the lead. Okay, and your third place for hypercar? Oh, I want to say Ferrari. I want to say the 51. But which Ferrari. one? 51. 51, the one with James Collado, Alessandro, and uh, Antonio on it. Okay, okay. Adam? Um, oh, Adam's, Adam's next. Sorry, I thought we were doing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to the others. Um. I think you can't ignore the fact that Toyota have been the masters of hybrid yep. for a long time now. And I know last year with Alpine was a really close fight. And I know there's a lot more competition this year. But I genuinely think Toyota still have that advantage. So I want to say the eight Toyota will take take first. Okay. And I actually want seven Toyota will take second. Because I still do. So you, just so you, so you, so you think a Toyota won two? Yes, I do. I genuinely think they will be up there and they will win it, both of them. And then as for third, I'm actually going to say the 51 Ferrari 
Wow. I don't think Porsche are going to be up there just because they just don't seem to have the pace from what we've seen so far. And as much as, yes, they could probably fix it, but would that make them quick enough? I'm not convinced. Yeah. Fair enough. What do you reckon, Mike? See, now, I'm I'm going to... I'm going to agree uh, somewhat with with Adam. I think first place is going to be the number eight Toyota. I just think there's there's so much uh, experience with with that car with them drivers as as a team as as such. So I I'm going to say uh, the car number eight Toyota is going to win. In in second place, a little bit controversial. I think the Glickenhaus. I think I think the car the seven oh eight car. Oh wow! You reckon? Yeah, I, I do. Again, I, do I think we... I think they've got plenty of experience. Oh. Um, and then for my third place, as much as it pains me to say, I think it's going to be a Cadillac. Oh, oh wow. you reckon? Yeah, so I'm going to go for the number two car. To be Cadillac. fair, I did forget about Cadillac. So I think I think we've gone for quite a, a a different variation there. We have. So so that's that's our uh that's our hypercar uh, group. I've, I've just made a note so when when we when we're doing the watch along we can uh, we we can all cheer for our favourite cars because I've 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 made now made a note of what we've said. The only time I'm cheering for a Ferrari. Ah. Uh, oh. <laughs> so anyway, LMP two. What what are we saying? James. I... I want to stay. I'm gonna go with Jota to win LMP2. Okay. United Auto Sports. Which car? Twenty-two or twenty-three? Oh, no, it's the thing. Don't you so twenty twenty-two is Phil Hansen and Felipe Albuquerque and the TBA. Twenty-three is an Ollie is Ollie Jarvis, Tom Blomqvist, and Josh Pearson. <laughs> I want to say Ooh. I want to say the 22 22 second place say 22 if you want to say 22 I'll say 22 and then just ooh. oh and this has got a whole lot more difficult oh damn it um <laughs> What's uh? What's um? What's his name? Who's the Crown Prince of Austria again? Who races in this? What? Yeah, did you not know that? No. Philippe Philippe Habsburg. Oh my God! No, wait, I'm t- I'm doing this. Hang on a second. Right. Okay. Hang on a second. So, Phil. Philippe Habsburg. I think it's Philippe. Philippe Habsburg. Uh. And wait, which, which car's this for? Sorry. Uh. Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. Oh, Ferdinand. Sorry, Ferdinand Habsburg. So, right, you ready for this? Okay, you, right, listen carefully, uh, friends and viewers. <coughs> Ferdinand. Zvonimir, Maria, Balthus, Keith, Michael Otto, Antal Barnum, Leonard von Habsburg, Lothringen. Is that his, is that his name? You've not just named three drivers there. No, that is his name. 
is an Austrian motor racing driver and heir apparent to the headship of the House of Habsburg-Lorraine. Also known as, he's the Crown Prince of Austria. And which wow. team does he drive he, for? He was driving for WRT. Which car was that the 41 or 31? Uh, 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 41. 41 car. So is, yeah. is, that, is that your third place guess? Well, he's not in it this year. Oh. He's not in it. But Robert Kubisa and Louis Delatraz are. In oh, which Kubis? car? Mm. Oh, I don't know, you know. Actually, do you know what? I think I'm just going to go for the 23 United as my third. Oh. My third. Is, is that another unbiased opinion? Uh, yes. Unbiased. <laughs> okay. Um, Adam? Right. I'm going to be controversial. Oh. Don't, don't like this. I think You're going to say I... Prima, aren't you? I think Alpine 35 is going to win it. Right, okay. Didn't see that one. Uh, and then I think Joe's a second. Okay. And I think Team WRT will come third. See, I've, okay. I've got I've got WRT, but I don't know which one. Quickly, James, oh. could you could you read out the the drivers for uh, so, 3141? Number 31, unfortunately, is only Sean Galil okay. at this time. Um, and then 41 is uh, Rue Andrade, Robert Kavissa, and Louis Delatraz. Yeah, I got 41. 41. 41 for f- third place? Yeah. Right. What about you? Right, so for me, I'm going to go for a Joe to win. So that's our 28 win. Ooh. I'm then going to go for... Um, oh. I'm I'm gonna go for a I'm I'm gonna mix up. I'm gonna go for a twenty three auto sport United Auto Sports second. Okay. I can see that. And then for my third place I'm gonna say the same as Adam and I'm gonna go for a WRT car forty one. Right. Okay. So that's Fair that's enough. that's my three. Okay, gents, let's move on to last but not least the GTEs. Oh. Oh. Now oh. I do want to say before, I really, really, really hope for an RSR win. Porsche win. Yeah, I I just hope because it's 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 the final year. I mean, it's, well, it's the final year of 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 GTs in general, but I just hope that there's there's gonna be an RSR because it is the iconic GTE car. I mean, there's six Porsches racing, so if they don't win, it's quite embarrassing. But yeah, but which team? Falling for fire is not a meaningful win. Yeah. That's the point. But I mean, hey, look, I know. I think I know what I'll pick, so... I think I know what I'm picking. Okay, okay. So, uh, James first again. Again, this is a completely unbiased and un-Aston <laughs> Martin-loving uh, opinion. Uh, Northwest AMR to win. <laughs> I don't know where in the world I got that from. So that's the um, 98 car, okay. So yeah, ninety-eight, I think, uh, and then I'm going to say the thirty-three Corvette. Oh, you're going for a Corvette second? Yeah, I'm going for Corvette. Oh. And then I think I'm going to go. Oh, I don't know. Do I go for GR Racing or do I go for Proton Competition? Uh, but that's, we can't choose for you. That's not how this works. I was going to say. What what what's the drivers for then? 
can we? The stage GR Racing, which is a British team. This is Gulf Racing. Um, is Porsche nine one nine RSR Michael Wainwright, or the eighty eight, which is the Proton Competition, also in a Porsche nine eleven RSR, is Harry Tinknell, and to be arranged. So I think I'm going to go for the eighty eight Proton Competition. Okay, so that's your third place. So eighty eight. So yeah, Aston Martin Corvette Porsche. I think that's. What I'm, <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. Okay, Adam. I know. Um, I'm gonna go. I think the fifty-four AF Corsa. Oh, you're, cheer- you're cheering for another another boo Ferrari. You, I just think that they make very good GT cars. Boo to you, sir. <laughs> I'm not a traitor. Well, <laughs> um, and then to be fair, I, you're gonna hate me for this. Oh dear. You're, uh, you're, not, you're not choosing another Ferrari. I am choosing another Ferrari. Oh. Richard Miller. Double boo to you, sir. <laughs> Double boo to you, sir. This is not going well for me. But then I reckon Northwest AMR will come third. Sorry, what, what was your what was your second place? I missed that. My second place is the Richard Mill AF Corsa, and then my third is So that's, that's car eighty three. Okay, I, I, I and... hate to be this guy. I hate to be this guy, but just in case it said Richard Mill. Okay. Oh. okay. I'm sorry. And sorry your third place, a... sorry, what one? Uh, that's the... the 98. 98. So you're going for Ferrari, Ferrari, Aston. Yes. So there's not even a, a Porsche in your top. top. I just. <laughs> right. I messed... Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. So see, I'm I'm I only know a couple of these. RSR teams. I don't. I don't know which one's going to come out on top. You think about this cap? The British one. The the, the British one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, no, no disrespect, but I don't think e- either of the uh, Iron Links or the Iron Dames are going to take a win. I think they might get a podium, but I don't think they'll take a win. So that leaves me with. The car fifty six, the project one, not the Mercedes. Oh, team, project, team project one. That's team project one. Um. A, uh, AO. Oh. So who's who's driving for them? Uh, oh, sorry. Hang on. Car fifty six. Uh, hang on a moment. Sorry, I closed all my tabs. What an idiot. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, experiencing technical difficulties. One second. Uh, da, 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 da. Talk amongst yourselves. Da, 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 da. Which one was it? The... Project One. Yeah, Project One car, 56. Uh, 56. Uh, PJ Hyatt and Gunnar Jeanette. Two Americans. Oh, it's not going to be them. <laughs> you used to go in, going roundy, roundy racing. We 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 apologise for any American viewers. Oh no, no you, the 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 good drivers, but I think. Uh, I think in, if if we go off the stereotypes of Le Mans, I can't say they've had a good history. I'd say I'd say go for if let's. Mm, oh no, I suppose. Or 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 do a throw an Iron Links in there. Oh, you're gonna throw oh, an Iron Links. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. The fragrance for men, isn't it? <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> oh. Um. Slow clap being played in my headset. Uh, you know what? 
you know, you, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go for the eighty-eight. I'm gonna go for the proton. Oh, so I'm gonna go yeah, out, first. as it as I hope an RSR win. Mm. I'm then gonna go for boo boo hiss who. I'm gonna go for a Ferrari second, and I'm gonna go for the eighty-three. Perez, Compact, Lilu Wado, and Alessio Rivera. And you know what? I'm going to go for a car 60, Iron Lynx, third place. Fair enough. That's Claudio uh, Schiavone. That's the only driver confirmed at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, just got a good you... feeling about him having a podium. Wait. Yeah, Lilu Wado, Wado is uh, also a female, so we've got another female. In a crew as well. But yeah, I hope the Iron Dames team do well as well. But the, the Iron Dames, I feel like, are going to do really well. Rachel, Rish, uh, sorry, Rahel Frey, Sarah Bovey. Sarah Bovey's really good, and Michelle Gatting. They're all really good drivers. So was going sure uh, a bit off topic. Was there was there a a rumor about Jamie Chadwick becoming part of uh, Jamie Iron Dames? Chadwick. Now is that is an interesting story. Sorry. Is she not doing something with Jensen Button? Uh, she might be, but as far as I'm aware, uh, as far as I'm aware, Jamie Chadwick was was emphasis going to drive for Richard Mill Racing Team. Yeah, with I... with a name who you might be familiar with called Sebastian Loeb. Oh, oh, no. oh the oh, WRC no. King. The WRC King himself, Sebastian Loeb, was going to drive. I was, was, was going to say Dakar King as well, but I don't think he had a good no, one, no, did he? It, I think it was no, he had a... So, yeah, they were going to... Has Loeb really ever done any circuit racing before? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's done, he's done some. I'm surprised he's not in a Peugeot. <laughs> That's a point. Every, every time he's competed, he's been in a Peugeot. I, mean, somebody, I think he had, might have done Peugeot a couple of times. Peugeot, not World Endurance, but I think he's done... Um, I think he might have done a bit of GT1 with them. Or is, oh, is he a bit... No, he's old enough for that, isn't he? How old is he? 50-odd. <laughs> he's a good driver, though. He's a good driver. He's a good driver. He's a good driver. And, he knows and is, is that the lineup for a uh, for the 83 car? Uh, no, it isn't. I believe that fell through in 2022. Oh. Uh, swap. I can't remember. Hang on a moment. Let me have a look. Uh... So... 39 car entry. Da, 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 da. Uh, hang on, I'm just trying to see if I can find it. Um, I'll tell you why. When you said 50, you weren't far off. He's 48. He's 48? Yeah. Loeb's 48. He's still doing well because he's, he's doing Extreme Me and he's done the Dakar. He's the current champion of Extreme Me. Oh, yeah. Gutierrez. Sorry, fellas, I got that wrong. Um, so, Richard Meal Racing Team in 2022 was racing with Lilu Wado, Sebastian Ogier, not Loeb. Oh, Ogier. Ogier, hey? No, no, we were just. No, I was just agreeing. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize. I thought you said who's OJ, and I was about to oh, go no, to no, Sorry. No, no, no. no, I'm a big um, WRC fan. I know who OJ is. Oh, good, good. good. And um, Charles, Charles Milesi. Right. Milesi. Um, I believe uh, Chadwick was um, when she was announced as uh, the Williams 
was it Williams reserve driver or yes Williams yes it was. Williams reserve driver she um had to forfeit her seat. That's a bit. Sad. Um, well, here's the thing. Kevin Magnussen was supposed to be driving for Peugeot up until he was re-announced at Haas. Yes, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, so Paul De Resta wasn't supposed to be driving for them. It was supposed to be Kevin Magnussen. Well. Hey, he might give us a help. <laughs> right then. Yeah, well, I... I think, I don't know if you've got anything else to add, but I think that concludes it. Yeah, no, well, it's, it's been, I think that's about it. Lots of information covered, and we've, uh, I think we've got a solid understanding of what's going to come, so. Yeah. Looking forward to the first yeah, round. It's going to be a very exciting year in the WEC this year. Of course it is, yeah. And I think there's there's going to be a lot happening. I'm very looking, uh, very much looking forward to Le Mans itself. Even if if we if we take the rest of the WEC rounds out of it, I think yeah. I think it's going to be very interesting. There's lots of new things going on. I'll try and catch yeah. as much as I can, because I would I would really really like to see the uh, how this entire season unfolds. And get yes. a lot more into it than I previously have done. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite, although I know a lot, I am quite new as a as a person who watches it to world endurance and endurance racing. I'm not, you... I never one for really watching it because I never knew it existed. You see, I only start, I only started really at the end of like or Le Mans last year, really properly. Yeah, I'm very new. I I caught Bahrain. Um, at the end of 2021, but aside from that, yeah, Le Mans was yeah. the last real first race I watched. So. For, m- for myself, I've, I've followed the obviously Le Mans 24 hour for a couple of years, um, probably since um, the, the likes of the, the um, is it, I always want to say this, is it the 919, the Porsche? Um, yeah, 20. Yeah, I w- want to say around the, kind of the 2016, 20, 2017 era, but I've I've only ever watched kind of some of the six hour races likes of of the Monza rounds, the Spa maybe, uh, but I've I've never really followed the full calendar year. But I think it'd be it'd be good to follow this year because there's so much going on. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you've 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 done good there because there's a lot of twenty four hours is a lot of time to commit to watching one of these races. It is. Um, and but hey, look, that's the thing. It's going to be a good thing, and it's going to be a great thing to watch. So we're going to enjoy it, and yeah, and like like we said before, if 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 you do want to see us do a watch along, just let us know because that that is something we we would be interested in doing. Um, but obviously we we don't want to do it if uh, if people don't want it. We're definitely gonna. I think we'll definitely be watching it regardless. Yeah, we'll we'll be watching it together as a group anyway. As viewers, talking to you personally. Specifically, if you want to see us do a watch along, do a stream, just let us know. We're perfectly happy to try and not be demonetized for it, <laughs> well, or whatever it is, shut down or like copyright strike or whatever. But yeah, it depends how close we are to our bets. Yeah, it, exactly. also, it also depends on where how many Aston Martins finish in your case, James. I was going to say if 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 there's an Aston Martin crash on lap one, that might be the end of the stream. I don't care if my shirt smells at the end of it. I'm going to be wearing that thing for 24 hours straight. <laughs> no, I will not. I will not wear it for 24 hours straight. Fair not. Um, yeah, but I mean, hey, it, it's exciting times. It's exciting times. But yeah, um, I, I, like I said, I think it's it's going to be a good season. But yeah, let's let's hope it it progresses. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. definitely. Right then. Well, 
from myself, James, and Adam, I think it's a goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, thanks for watching. Yeah. Thank you.